We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. brain on weird i'm sage and i'm sam and this is our podcast where we take turns telling each other stories about weird stuff and then we end it with some medication we like to call it which is uh medicinal education i guess (laughs) yeah it sounds better than medicine education because that doesn't well mm, well uh, it's fine (laughs) it sounds fancier to say medicinal it does Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Hello. We're here. Please respond. Please clap. All right. Anyway. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're back at um, having people inside of our dining room at work. And. Oh, yeah. It's been awful. Yeah. And also, um, people are the worst. Mm-hmm. And also, all of the mask restrictions are lifting this weekend, so we haven't even told people, like, we haven't posted online about being open for dining, so the only people that have come in are just, like, random walk-ins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we still, like, had a full dining room today, um, and it was awful, and... I hate people. Did I say that? I yes. hate people. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's okay. You can say it again. Yeah. Um, people have gotten significantly worse because of this whole thing, so so it's another people thing. People are tipping less, like significantly less. Ugh. Like, And like, I know it's kind of weird to be tipping for takeout, but also I tip for takeout, so... I think I everyone always, should. I always, but, I mean, especially right now, I always yeah. tip 20% for takeout. I think before, sometimes, like, I would tip maybe 10 to 15, yeah. depending. But, like, right now, I, like, I tip 20 plus because, like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And especially because we're still doing curbside and we're going to actually continue to offer curbside from now on. Um, that's good, at least. Yeah, I thought it was a very, uh, very important um, accessibility thing. Uh-huh. Um, so, and especially if people don't feel safe coming in to the restaurant with everyone without their masks on, we want to encourage them to still be able to come. Um, but that's good. If I bring your food out to your car, I absolutely expect a tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Even yeah, yeah. if and if you pay over the phone, that's fine. That's great. Like. We ask you if you want to add a tip over the phone. And most people will just be like, no. Mm. And you're just like, okay, thank you. And you, like, hope that they're going to, like, give you cash. Hope when I you... don't spill this $75 worth of food that you just ordered. Like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I've been dealing with that. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's Working okay. in the service industry is ass. It really is. And I don't love working directly with people. You you didn't so. like you don't like that in the first place. Never mind the fact that people have gotten worse. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, it was rough. But uh, besides that, I moved most of my plants outside. And Yay. we built a little greenhouse for our garden. Yay. And everyone is doing great. Wonderful. Even Jesse Sage that I planted outside because she wasn't doing well is now doing great. Yay. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Coming back. For all of my plants to be coming to life, and I'm going to have strawberries soon, and I'm very <gasps> excited. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Anyways, how are you? <laughs> I am pretty good. I'm tired because I went camping this weekend with my parents, and um, it was great. It was a lot puppy. of fun. Yeah. We got to see their new puppy, and we got to see Moja. And we had a really fun time. But the thing is that, like, you know, like, my parents are super active. And, um, you know, my mom does, like, a 30-mile bike ride every day. And then she goes for a run. And, like, my mom is an iron woman. Like, <laughs> she's insane. But she was like, oh, yeah, do you, like, want to go on a hike? It'll only be four miles. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I can, like, definitely do that. That's, like, not that bad. And then it ended up being, like... 90 degrees outside and like super humid and we were like in an area that was like pretty highly elevated and i just like couldn't breathe and i kept having to like stop and like catch my (sighs) breath and um at one point like my mom was like well do you want to like turn around and go back it's like faster to turn around and go back than it is and i was like no 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 we're gonna like fucking keep going so i like powered through it and it was like okay i just like the first half we were like going uphill that was the other thing is that we were going like uphill for like probably the first like mile and a half. And yeah. I was just getting bricked by the sun because there was no shade. <laughs> so I was like oh. dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was exhausting. But I uh, also felt really good about it after we did it because it was like also just like a very nice hike. And Jeff and I decided that every Saturday from now on, we're going to commit to going on a hike every Saturday so we can like get that our endurance great. back. Um, oh yeah i was actually thinking about that recently too like <sighs> i definitely gotta start trying to get my endurance back up mm-hmm. or we're gonna be miserable in september exactly that was my first thought i was like oh man the first like festival or like super outside like active thing i go to i'm gonna die yep. like but yeah that was exhausting but it was fun and it was a beautiful hike and it was great. And I got to go tubing right after that, actually. We got to go, like, tubing down the river. Yeah. So um, we're going to have to go do that very soon. It was yes. so much fun. It was great. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, that sounded great. <laughs> Other than that, I was very productive yesterday. I cleaned up basically this entire room. And that's it. I'm just tired. Okay. But other than that, I'm good. Good. How are you? Oh, I was going to ask. How are you? <laughs> doing with your hydration as you picked up your water bottle my mouth is so dry Um, same (laughs) it's because i smoked weed it's not because i'm dehydrated but also Mm -hmm. i'm dehydrated Mm -hmm. because i filled this water bottle up this morning Mm. (laughs) and it's not even halfway gone yeah Um, i did have a red bull okay and also i oh yeah i got to work an hour and a half early because they changed Dude, my I schedule. saw that. Yeah. And I was Ugh. just like, okay, cool. Um, so my boss was like, do you just want to go fuck off for an hour? And I was like, yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> like, so I went to Cumberland Farms and got myself like a big iced coffee. Okay. Um, cool. And it was water, basically. So, <laughs> um, gas station coffee. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and then. I had another cup of coffee when I was at work because I wanted better coffee when I got to work. Mm -hmm. So I drank a lot of liquid, but not a lot of it was water. So, okay. Okay. Well, you still have time. You can catch up. Exactly. uh, It should be fine. Yeah. How is your hydration level? I'm almost done with my, I think this is my second bottle of water. So I'm doing okay, sort okay. of doing all right. Not as good as I should be, not as good as I normally am, but yeah. Um, I also had a decent amount of coffee earlier, and I had half of a beer, and I had 
Oh, I also had a mixed drink, so. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, because um, on the way back from camping with my parents, we passed this, like, little tiny shack that was, like, a vodka distillery. And so oh. we, like, went in and um, their vodka is, like, only, like, 60 proof. So it's, like, pretty, you know, it's not super strong. But they had, like, a bunch of crazy flavors. Like, I got one that's strawberry rhubarb, which I am... I am consciously saving for the next time that we hang out. Um, and then we that got one. Great. We got one that's a uh, cucumber mint. That's the one that like Jeff and I have oh, been chugging. Yeah. Like we're almost out of that one already. So like Jeff earlier was like, "Do you want to like have a mixed drink with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 I do." That sounds really nice. <laughs> yes, been trying to drink less beer and more vodka. Oh, look at Chunky, Chunky kitten, behind you. Artemis, I miss her, dude. I miss. I miss that chunk. I know I do. Look at this chunk. Isn't she sweet? Wouldn't you like to come sniff her peats? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to pet the belly so bad. Look at that soft hum. Look at it. Look at that chicken. She's making. She sounds like a, like a squeaky, that. squeaky door opening. Like, <laughs> I hope your mic picked that up. I'm I hope sure so it too. did. It looked like it did. So okay, cool. <laughs> very enhance, enhance, enhance. Or what? What is it on? Uh, oh, amplify, amplify. Oh man, I might edit this out. Just kidding. I definitely won't. I'll probably okay. leave it in. So Eric, fucking commented on uh jeff like took a picture did you see of like ash sitting behind me did you see his comment first of all i saw (laughs) jeff's comment and i did not click on it to see what eric said oh okay okay (laughs) so you can continue your story though eric said like that is literally audacity and i took that as like he's making fun of me for using audacity to like edit and Je- like that's why Jeff was like, this isn't like like you don't need like Ableton to edit a podcast or something like that. And I was, yeah. I told Jeff, I was like, we'll get offended by that. I was like, shut the fuck up. And so I like I posted about it on Twitter, and a couple other people who were like podcasters were like, were like, fuck you, I like use Audacity, like Audacity's great. I was like, I know, it's like free, like we're just a podcast, sponsor me, sponsor me, fucking make EDM music. No, fuck out of here. I need to put. Maybe maximum, I don't know, five or six different tracks in and be able to align them correctly. It's fine. It works great. <laughs> Wonderful. Also, Wonderful. Ableton's stupid as shit and hard as fuck. I'm sure it is. I've Nick got never the free trial and it. did it like every single day for 30 days and learned nothing. So. Well, womp. That's very sad. Okay. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Noted. By the way, I was gonna say your hair is a very nice color. I'm really liking the like yellow to the like lime green. It's actually almost completely yellow right now. I got it looks like, this super bright green. like lime green at the bottom. Yeah. So it looks great. I, I actually like was going to re-dye it today, but I instead decided to cocoon myself for a half an hour in my bed. Uh-huh. That sounds yes. Yeah, Sounds right. So I'll do that tomorrow when I don't have anything to do after work. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Great. All right. Well, are you ready to tell me a story about a thing or a person or a place or a entity? It's definitely a thing, but less of a entity thing and more of a concept thing. Oh. Okay. Um, today I'm going to be talking about manifesting. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. God damn it. Is that why you were like, I can't talk about this right now? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. Sage sent me a post (laughs) this morning that was literally about manifesting. And I was like, okay, but I'm talking about this later, so we'll just save it. Um, (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. Okay. uh, Yeah. I love it. We got to talk about our plants, too, at some point. I'm going to write that down so we can talk about it at the end. But anyway, keep going. Okay, so I feel like everyone has heard about manifesting at this point. It's very um, mainstream at this it's point. It's very yeah. mainstream now. Um, but the definition of manifestation is the act, 
process or instance of dem- um you can't use the fucking word in in the definition hang on that doesn't help to define anything okay so manifest is to make evident or certain by showing or displaying uh-huh. or readily perceived by the senses so it's basically just acknowledging something mm-hmm great but the way most people think about manifesting nowadays is in relation to the law of attraction made popular by the secret which i remember my mom got that and i watched it when i was 12 or 13 and i was like this is garbage oh i was gonna say i don't think i've ever seen it um i think i need to look it up it's it's like i i have read the book since then and the whatever they're like movie thing that they put out was bad it was just like very it's kind of like the condescending like you don't know what you can do or be you're just a lazy bum now but think you could be a billionaire yeah um (laughs) okay yeah uh uh-huh yeah so um in this context manifesting is the intentional creation of what you want So, (laughs) I'm gonna say, I do think manifestation is real, Mm -hmm. but it is less about channeling the forces of the universe, or whatever people like to tell you, and more of putting yourself in a mindset where you can achieve your goals. (laughs) Yeah, I agree Um, with you. Yep. So, if... For instance, if you are trying to manifest wealth or a better job or something like that, you're not just going to sit at your current job and think about it really hard and just, like, wish that a new, better job is going to come out. Part of, like, manifesting, I guess, is, like, putting in job applications and... Um, networking (laughs) networking going to interviews like and i think that's something that like a lot of people like don't understand and it's not magic and it's not gonna make anything like happen overnight um the other thing the other way that i think about it is like i feel like in 2020 a lot of my manifesting was on like more of a community like scale so even when it's not just like trying to manifest a new job or like trying to manifest a new career it can be like trying to manifest like a safer environment for a certain person or strength for somebody or something like that because you are like focused so hard on helping that person you're likely to take some action like you know signing that petition that just like randomly pops up on your timeline or something like you're just yeah. gonna fucking do it because you're like that like aligns with what i'm thinking about right now because you're focusing on it so hard yes yes so i'm not sure if there is manifesting without action so yeah yeah that's our hot take for the night i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in my phone so i remember to tweet it okay <clears throat> but like kind of in the same vein if you if all you think about is all the bad stuff that's gonna happen to you only bad stuff is going to happen to you you are actually manifesting the negative because that's all you think about all the time so your actions and your reactions are all centered around making your situation worse or whatever Mm -hmm. and this is like the first example that comes to my head and this is not gender specific at all but it's like when you're online and all you see uh, is people posting about how much they want a partner. I want a partner so bad. Like, why doesn't anyone <laughs> want me? Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, like, they're also, like, why doesn't anyone want me? Like, I, like I'm like i not really that cool. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, no, no one wants you because you're... <laughs> 
manifesting the fact that like that's all you think about all the time is how no one wants you so no no one is gonna want you yeah and god that's just something like dude the worst thing the worst thing you can do quote-unquote worst thing you can do is be confident in somebody's face who does not expect for you to be confident yeah so if they like hit on you and then you like are interested and they say oh fuck you you're ugly or something stupid like that or like i wasn't interested in you anyway and you'd be like okay like i'm hot i'm funny i'm great you don't deserve me fuck off then they're like uh uh and they're like brain explodes like yeah yeah so you are worth it someone out there does want you so it you need to change your mindset <laughs> this sounds very like uh <laughs> like self-help um, yeah self self-help like instagram influencer like i have bangs i'm an influencer now okay mm-hmm. remember yes. yeah yeah um <laughs> but don't go so far as to do toxic positivity but that's for another episode yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. see i know i'm hot and funny and you know all these other things but i'm also an idiot about certain topics. God, I am just so stupid. <laughs> about certain things. I'm smart and funny, but also I'm dumb. That's part of, that's part of, you know, getting past it is accepting it, you know? Yeah, that's why we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell us why we're wrong. We will agree with you. Yes. Please don't. Be nice. Anyway. Okay, so I am pulling this next bit of information off manifesting.com. But, okay. Perfect. Which is the website that was immediately yelling at me by some health self-help guy. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So, actually, what they're saying is, um. I've, <laughs> huh. 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 <laughs> Basically the same thing that I was saying, which is, the law of attraction isn't magic. It's science in action. So. Wow, okay. They're like, okay, so. Over 90% of people using the law of attraction are not getting the results they expect. I don't know where they're pulling these stats from, but they're pulling them. And it's typically because they get, like, overwhelmed by every single person out there telling them to do it. Right? Mm. But it really just goes back to, like, setting your intent and putting putting your thoughts and desires into actions and actually like move uh move forward with your life in the direction that you want it to so that's all what that is wow great i love it great and sorry i'm looking i guess no it's fine i guess the only other thing i would want to want to talk about right now is just like how we personally use manifestation in either our practice or in daily life or anything like that oh yeah we're on the Um, same we're on the same page that's about what i'm looking up oh shit okay cool (laughs) same brain same brain same brain hilarious oh shit and i guess i should talk about that tweet from earlier because it's controversial oh yeah I also would like to talk about that. Uh, chug some more water. Rip the old bing bong. It's very difficult to find churchofsatan.com for some reason. Aha. Google probably Aha. purposely pu- mm-hmm. pushes it down. I got it. All right. So okay. Y- y- go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So um, <laughs> one of the things that um, that website said was manifesting is just like setting your intent And that's kind of something that we do all the time, Um, especially when you're doing, like, rituals and stuff or spell work. The first thing you do is, like, set your intent. And manifesting is just, like, a bigger intention, long-term intention. Mm -hmm. So, like... Or it's, like, the entire, like, a general term for the entire, like, act of manifesting, because it's more than just one it's more than just setting your intention. Yeah, but that's like the beginning of the step. So yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like setting my intentions is like something I do, and especially, uh, or even 
even like when I get to work every day, like the first thing I do is like sit down and be like, what am I going to do today? And I set my intent for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is gay. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's like a very like mundane thing that like people don't think about. Yeah. You know. And um, I forgot what the other thing I was going to say was. So if you... (laughs) want to go and maybe something you say will make it bounce back into my brain okay sure well the one thing i did the one thing that actually goes along with this is the the plant thing we were talking about with our plants earlier where um i sent you a picture of the little like spider plant baby that's growing out because last week i had a dream that i went out to check on my plants and this has happened before where I went out to check on my plants and there was a little like spider plant baby coming out and I was wicked stoked and like that was basically my dream. And then uh, yesterday I went out to check on my plants and there was a little like spider plant baby coming out and I was like, yes, my dream. It wasn't my dream. And that's happened before actually where I've dreamt that my plants needed to be moved to a different location and I've moved oh, them yeah. in my dream and then they've grown like they've suddenly gotten better. And then, like, I just sent that to you, and you were like... Oh, yeah. Then I had had a dream about my aloe plant. And in my dream, my aloe plant was huge. And one of its leaves, I don't know what they're called, uh, fell off. And I was just like, oh, no, this poor thing. So I, like, checked on it the next morning, and I looked, and I had, like, I saw that, like, one of the stems, leaves, whatever, was, like like starting to rot and actually like had fallen off so i just like pulled it out and i was like wow okay weird that's like like the opposite of mine but like still like and then i said eo pan and threw it at my door perfect squirrel in a tree back to the earth return it to the earth yeah very good yeah so lots of weird dreams love that for us that's and i feel like that's almost like subconscious manifesting right that's what i so yeah that's um Yes. Or maybe, uh, like, um, in your case, it's, like, you worrying. Like, maybe you were yeah. worried about your plants or something. hmm Yeah. Or, like, when I looked at my plants, like, my, pra- my brain caught something that, like... Didn't, like... I didn't register. Didn't, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, when I was dreaming about it, it just, like, put all of these things together and presented me with, oh, your, your plant's about to lose a leaf. You should go check it out. And, uh-huh. like... And maybe your brain, like, saw the signs of, like, where it was starting to come out. Maybe you saw, like, the light changing on it. Or you're like, oh, it's big enough. It might, like, start babying now. And it's, like, also wild that your brain does that and just puts all those pieces together. And it's just like, here you go. Yeah, dude. I know you weren't thinking about it, but I was. Fucking crazy. Like, cool. So weird. Um, the other thing is the, well, you said you wanted to read the, the tweet that I sent you earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, kind of... Because we were talking about we've eclipses. Talked about this, we've talked about this before on the show, right? What? Eclipse uh, is eclipse, eclipse magic? Not really. I, th- I feel like we've brought up that there are a lot of people that say you shouldn't do any kind of magic on eclipses or, like, during slash around eclipses. I don't really know why. So I don't think we've talked about it because I don't like fully understand why everybody says that I've done magic on eclipses and everything's been fine. So it's all yeah. I'm saying. Um, anyway. Yeah. So I have seen a couple more things about that and people say not to do magic on eclipses because uh, the moon goes through all of its cycles in a very short amount of time and that's too much power and it's just like really dangerous and blah 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 and i don't think that's true so yeah i'm not sure about that i did see that katie webb tweeted that it's a really good time for like chaos magic and things like that yes dude that's why i love it and i was i was thinking about it and i was like I primarily do chaos magic. It's yes. who I am. Oh, that checks out. I need to go find. Okay, I need to go find that tweet so that I can retweet it. But yeah, yeah, yeah because no, I actually the the most of the stuff that I've done during eclipses has been chaos magic. And it's yeah, like, it's, been it's a big mood, and I feel like it's very obvious. I guess. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not 
it's not like happy, fun feeling, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, oh, I bet, I bet Persephone loves eclipses. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the other thing I was thinking, God damn it! I was thinking this the other day and now I'm remembering it and I'm like proud of me for thinking about it two weeks ago. Um, so eclipses are like kind of like a liminal, it's like a liminal time, you oh, know? Oh yeah, it is. And I feel like Persephone is a very like liminal archetype or like goddess, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that absolutely checks out. And I feel like maybe that's why I'm very, in- I'm very into eclipses. Also, I was born on a new moon. Well, both of us were born on a new moon, basically. Wild. And Persephone is like a very liminal archetype, you know, light and dark, like warm and cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wild. That's good shit. I love that. Okay. Big brain moment. You did it. <laughs> we did it. Anyway. We did it. Um. So you found this thread on Twitter from Saturn's Gold. So I'm just going to read, like, mm, the first, like, couple. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wish we could extract the word manifestation from discussions of eclipse season forever. We have taken what is a lovely opportunity for stillness and reflection and going underground and turned it into an argument about whether or not the celestial energy will bring you things you want. Mm. If manifestation is where your spirituality begins and ends, congratulations, you've given capitalism a new hat. But it's still the same endless drive towards achievement and acquirement and has little to do with being part of a whole, serving others, or real growth. Ugh. Dude, I got I got chills when I first read that tweet for a few different reasons. I, like, freaked out when I first read that tweet. Yeah. The whole, like, going underground thing, first of all, I think that's, like, it's, like, a completely different aspect of the whole, like, eclipse thing, right? Because everybody says not to do anything during eclipses and maybe that means don't don't try to manifest anything because maybe if you try to manifest something it'll come back you know 10 times stronger or something whatever and i can't say i've ever tried to manifest anything during an eclipse so like i think maybe manifesting isn't necessarily a priority for people like us and for a lot of people like it is yeah so i'm like okay with the fact that i can do something else besides that i guess and the whole like uh, going underground thing is like okay like take a break take that like use that time to like take a break and you know separate yourself from your like practice and from your craft and from magic for a little bit because like sometimes that's good for you it's good for grounding and whatnot yeah my next question would be where do we draw the line between manifesting something and just like setting our intentions so, like, it would be, what, like, action beyond our intentions, right? So, like, at the beginning of the spell, if I wish, wish for Nancy Pelosi to die, then <laughs> I'm not trying to manifest that, though. Because there's basically nothing I can do yeah. about it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but... Thoughts? <laughs> no, I think I think that... I think that, like, this goes back to what we were talking about before. I think I feel like manifestation is more than just setting the intent. So yeah. if you are setting the intent, like, go back to, like, if you're setting your intent for the workday, you say, okay, I'm setting my intent that this is going to be a really successful, really productive workday. And you sit there and you look at your list and you say, I'm setting my intention that I'm going to complete this list. And then maybe you get halfway through the day and you do maybe two of those things. And then something happens and you're not able to, like, continue doing the rest of that. Like, that's fine. You were still working towards manifesting that goal of having a really, like, successful day. You know what I mean? It's like, it. you yeah. need to, like, take, there's, like, steps that, like, you have to take in order to, like, manifest something. <laughs> like, that's how I say I feel like I don't manifest, quote unquote, manifest that much. Yeah. Because I have very few goals where i feel like i really need to take a lot of actions to get to that end goal yeah you know what i mean yeah and like i think it's also not just like your actions but it's also your your like time and energy and like your thoughts like you're thinking about it a lot if you're you know 
actively trying to manifest something. Mm-hmm. I think if you're exerting more more than an average amount of energy, that's like where maybe you draw the line. If yeah. you are like putting a conscious amount of like, if it's you know getting to the point where maybe it's stressing you out to the you know like it's affecting you and it's taking energy out of you, then it like it's not you know you get halfway through and it gets a little bit uncomfortable and you give up, <laughs> right? Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know though. I don't know though. We're all like I say every time. Here. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure other people have different opinions. We're spitballing, but also this is an opinion subject because unfortunately there is no actual science yes. behind it. So, <laughs> Which I love. I think that's great. I love yeah. speculating. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up is that as far as like personally how we manifest in our daily practice, right? There's... I think a few things about Satanism that make that an important part of like our practice because so satanic statement number two, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. So we take action. We don't just sit there and dream and, you know, I don't know like what the other word for it would be, but like we like actually take action towards the things that we like want. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like I really feel like there's a like a lot about that because it's so focused on yourself and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, if you're a shitty person to somebody else, you deserve the consequences of you being a shitty person to somebody else. You know, that's on you. And if you don't do anything to help somebody else and you expect for things to work the way that you want, like that's not really going to happen. Also, if you don't help yourself, then how are you going to get where you yeah. want to be also? Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it goes all the way down to like, yeah, at some point, like, if you want to, like, manifest a better future, you'd, like, you have to, like, work for it. And, like, yeah. that sucks. And I wish we didn't have to do that. But, like, we Me- do. <laughs> oh, well, here. So number three is Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit so like i guess recognizing yeah yeah, like recognizing that like you have to do something in order to like get what you want you can't just like sit there and be like oh woe is me like nothing's turning out the way i want like while i sit here on my ass and do nothing about it (laughs) yeah there is kind of a harsh reality that you have to face yeah (laughs) so if you need to take that journey i'm sorry well, uh, that's another thing I was thinking about earlier today. This is weird. I was literally like sitting on the couch having my coffee this morning, thinking about it. Is like sometimes I feel like I like beat myself up about not doing enough, and like you know you see stuff that's like that's like going on in the world, and that's the reason why you like I like have needed to separate myself from social media so much because I see things that are going on, and I'm like, why am I not doing enough? And like that bothers me. But I don't necessarily, like, think that's true because, like, we do do the work. We've talked about this, like, a few episodes ago. Like, we are putting in the work. We're doing the introspection. We are, like, doing – we're really, like, doing the manifesting Yeah. for it. And, like, we're doing the actions that it takes to, like, get there. So, like, I don't know. I I feel like even if I'm not – even if we're not, like – helping everybody at least we're doing something so, wow are know. we <laughs> trying to manifest a better world that's what i'm I, that's kind of what i'm saying without like trying to like sound cheesy i guess so yes thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> i wanted to say it as yeah, yeah. cringe as possible that actually wasn't that cringe i thought that sounded nice oh, okay but well. it was coming from you so that's probably <laughs> That might be why. <laughs> anyway, Thanks. yes, I think that I think that we are manifesting a better place for us and all of our friends because we care. Because we care a lot and we try to do as much as we can. With the amount of energy that we are allotted. Yes. And that's okay. Yes. It's enough. <laughs> it is enough. And that's been manifesting. <laughs> Yay! Not manifesting. No. <laughs> No. Well, thank you. I loved that. I love having just like talks, you know? 
Those are yes. very nice. Yes, 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 yes. Uh oh. Oh no. This is completely unrelated. My parents are buying Nick and I a doggy DNA test for Ruben. Oh, okay. I kind of love that. So my mom was just making sure that she was buying the one that we wanted. (laughs) And I was like, yes, that's the one. Nice. As our birthday presents. Even though our birthday is in September. That's okay. 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 So, my medication for you this week is something kind of fun. So this I love is fun. this is going to be a fun episode. Unlike I've had fun. Some of our other episodes once. recently that have been just once that have been kind of sad. I really wish Delta 8 would uh <sighs> kind of go forward with testing and shit because I want to know if it's good or not. I just there's a capability for it to be a really fun time, but it's just like not uh, it just doesn't make sense. We anyway. Just don't know what it God. is yet. Just yeah. And then I brought up fucking racism, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's been a, oh, and then the fucking uh, THC powder that you snort, that wasn't very fun. Yeah. Oh my god. We've had, we've had a rough, (laughs) we've had a rough last few weeks. Sorry, everybody. Um, Okay, so I was thinking we needed something a little fun. Fun. So I figured I would give us Tell me something good about smoking weed. (laughs) Yeah, some influential people in weed's history Ooh, snoop dog yes dude ugh. was like one of the first people to come up i actually was gonna skip him i this this is kind of like more historical people this is we're going a little farther back okay so sorry snoop dog i do like snoop dog but it's okay. you are influential in weed culture he, he is influential you know who's who is influential along with him now and i'm not sure how i feel about it is martha stewart you notice that he's like teamed up with martha stewart <laughs> He's been I teamed up with Martha Stewart since she got out of jail. I like, know, she's been on so, his show a bunch. It's or so it, strange. He's been on her show a bunch. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, very weird. Okay, so other than that, so we've talked about Jack Error. Herrer? H-E-R-E-R. Jack Herrer. Jack Herrer. So he's known as one of the greatest heroes in weed history. Many consider him to be the father of the weed legalization movement. Without his tireless work, the herb may not be as readily available in some states. He was nicknamed the Emperor of Hemp, which I really like. I don't know why they just say the Emperor. Oh! <laughs> so much better. That's where it is. <laughs> Missed opportunity. I'm actually really bothered by it. But anyway, so he ordered- Tweet him he- and be like, hey, can you be- can you change your name to the Emperor? I'm just going to call him the Emperor because it's just... It just works. It just works. So he argued throughout his life that the U.S. government should decriminalize cannabis because of its myriad of potential uses. Um, And he wrote the book The Emperor Wears No Clothes, published in 1985, which kickstarted the cannabis legalization movement. The publication outlined cannabis and hemp's rich history and many uses, including fuel, textile, paper, and medicine. Um, he also ran for president of the United States on two occasions. He did not win. No. Uh, he also, so while, tr- while he was trying to get signatures for a California, like, um, initiative on legalizing cannabis, he trespassed on private property. And so he was arrested. And Oh, no, dude. Yeah. He was in prison for 14 days. Um, but it, like, didn't look good for his reputation, I guess. Um, ding dong. Yeah, but he passed away in 2010. Um, so he did li- live to see the legalization of cannabis in a few states. But yeah, so shout out to Jack Herrera and the strain that is named after him, because it is a very good strain. Jack Herrera? Oh, that's how we know Jack Herrera. Yes. Because he smoked his weed. Okay. We did. I have some at home. I have some here. It's we great. We smoked your weed. <laughs> we did. It's also like really popular in uh, dispensaries around here. Like I feel like almost every time I go to a dispensary, they have it. Interesting. Anyway. So on to Willie Nelson. Okay. Okay. I don't know if like Willie Nelson is still, you know, relevant, I guess, but he's basically almost as famous for 
his love of cannabis as he is for his music. Um, and he like was an activist. So he is a co-chair of the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Normal. Oh, yeah. Normal. I've yes, talked about them normal. before. Okay. I think we, yeah, I think they've come up a few times. They must come up. <laughs> he also wrote an autobiography titled Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I'm Gone. Which, Iconic. Uh, Iconic. Was it Tupac? Who it was t- Tupac. His, yeah, his, so. his friends uh, rolled a joint with his ashes after he died. Honestly, like, the more the more it comes up, the more I'm into the idea. So absolutely. Or um, although I am planning on just donating my body to science, but me too. Maybe they'll figure out what was wrong with me after I die. <laughs> they'll be like, "Well, if only we could have told them while they were alive." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh nah, shit! It's fine. That Ignorance is, fine. is bliss. My body. <laughs> da, da, da. <sighs> Oh, apparently he released a line of cannabis products called Willie's Reserve, and he opened stores in Colorado, Washington, Las Vegas, and Oregon, and he's moving on to California. So I guess, like, his fame, yeah, his fame, like, helped to uh, highlight legalization for marijuana. So. Cool. Yes. Um, And then we have Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Who's also on this list. <laughs> so, the infamous 1978 movie Up in Smoke featuring Chong and Cheech Marin. Marin? Marin? I think so. Whatever. The film is about an unemployed marijuana-smoking drummer named Anthony Stoner. Uh, nice. When forced to get a job by his parents, Stoner and his fellow smoker Pedro de Pacas embark on a cannabis-fueled adventure. Despite receiving negative reviews, it fared well at the box office, and many credit it with beginning the stoner comedy genre. Yeah. So he's just very well known for that. Ooh, there's also Keith Stroop, who is the founder of Normal. He's on this list. Keith Stroop. And they've been around since 1970. Uh, There's a few other people on here that honestly I've never heard of. So this, there's one list that comes from Way of Leaf. Dot com, and it's top 10 most influential people in marijuana history. And then there's also 10 famous people in history who smoked weed. <laughs> okay. From insh.world. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what insh stands for. Obscure and not so well-known stories from history, geography, science, and culture. Interesting. Um, cool. Cool. Oh, boy. So apparently Christopher Columbus... Um, brought some cannabis seeds with him, of course, and that was so his crew could grow crops if they got shipwrecked. George Washington grew marijuana on his farm. Not a shock at all. All these white people (laughs) were able to get away with that. Um, Queen Victoria's royal doctor prescribed her cannabis to help ease the pain of menstrual cramps. Correct. The Queen's doctor even described marijuana as one of the most valuable medicines we possess. That apparently didn't matter to everybody else. Anyway. (laughs) Alexander Dumas, who was a brilliant writer and less known as a frequent pot smoker. Dumas supposedly started a club where members met to sample different strains of weed. Ooh. Absolutely sounds like something I would do. An entrepreneur. Yeah. William Shakespeare apparently was known to have smoked a lot of weed. Um, And that's because cannabis, traces of cannabis were found in clay pipes that were found at the house that he lived in. Oh, word. So sure that helped him to write many a play. He came up with so many words. Mm-hmm. Love that for him. Yes. Uh, Queen Elizabeth I used to fine land o- landowners who didn't grow cannabis if they had over 60 acres of land. She used to keep marijuana at the palace for parties while also praising its medicinal qualities. Uh, and the last one is Joan of Arc. And this says... Joan of Arc might have simply been high when she envisioned victory over the English. Her village was well known for its medicinal herbs, and she likely experimented with their different strains. Interesting. Also, John F. Kennedy. Shrug. (laughs) Um, It's 
so yeah, that's a few different people. That's not everybody. I cut out a few people, but you know. Fuck them. Fuck them. Wonderful. There's your, there's your, I don't know. I don't know how many people that was, but list of weird people who, <laughs> who smoke smoked, smoked weird plant. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for smoking weird plant with me. <gasps> You're so welcome. Thank you for hosting weird, weird pod with me. <gasps> <gasps> weird underscore pod Twitter. Weird underscore Thank pod. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hosting weird pod with me. You're welcome. Wow. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say to our listeners? Listeners? Um, go to our website and check out our stuff. And send us your stories. And follow us on Twitter. Buy our merch. Yes, buy our merch. There's a new t-shirt. If you go onto our website and you click the first link and you go to the Eat Smoke Hail Satan t-shirt. No, wait. It's the Baphomet Sigil t-shirt. Yeah, it's the Baphomet Sigil one. And you click on that. It has a front and a back now. And it's really cool. So Yeah. Um, we were literally just talking about yes. this a couple weeks ago. I We manifested it. I we did, because I went and did the design on the <laughs> website. And I put it there and I uploaded the stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I took the action that was required to manifest the cool t-shirt, and now it's there, and you should go buy it, because it's neat. Woo! I'm waiting I'm waiting for some extra funds to come in, and then I'm going to buy one. I love that for us. I also want a purple sweatshirt really bad. I'm going to have so much. Oh, my God. I also want a tapestry. I'm trying to yeah. figure out how to get, like, a huge tapestry for... Ugh, just, 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 just buy our merch. Be like me. Buy our merch. <laughs> buy our merch. <laughs> Yeah, that's all. Cool. <laughs> good episode. Yeah. I feel like that was good. Yeah, this was fun. This is a great cool. episode. Cool. cool. <sighs> Thanks for always wild speculating with me. Thank Wildly you for speculating, speculating with, me. with me. And uh, thank you all for listening to our speculations. I hope that you, I don't know, thought about them. We hope you speculated as well. Let us know if you have any counter speculations. Yes. Be nice. Yes. Thoughts, comments, concerns? No criticisms, please. No criticism. I'm no we'll longer cry. accepting criticism. <laughs> I'm too tired at this point. Before, I was willing to accept it. Now, nope, not anymore. I'm done. No more. No more. I'll let you know when I'm ready for it again. <clears throat> anyway, until then, I'm Sage. And I'm Sam. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Your Brain on Weird. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.